I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. I want the 75-inch to be, not the 50. I want that ribeye, not the sirloin. I'm going first class in business and never coach. Simply, there are certain times when paying a little bit more is worth it. Just like there's a huge difference between that stretched out sadness in your drawers and Tommy John underwear. When you're wearing Tommy John underwear, you're that much more comfortable. So you can do everything, and I mean everything, better. Listen, I wear Tommy John's and you should too. Returns and exchanges are free, and right now you get 15% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash school. That's 15% off Tommy John underwear and loungewear at tommyjohn.com slash school. One more time, tommyjohn.com slash school. See their site for details. Something just popped out to me today, and it's something that I really haven't spoken about in a while, and that is, you know, the importance of maintaining rapport. That rapport is not a constant. You know, I've touched on this over the last couple of months, but I just really reiterate to you, like the importance of not only just getting into rapport, but being keenly or acutely aware that you cannot move forward on the straight line. You can't move forward in the sale if you're not in rapport. And what happens is, based on the last words that you said, the last tonality you used, if it connected with the person, the prospect, you end up having a slight uptick in rapport. And if what you said kind of didn't connect with the prospect, or pissed them off in some way, you have this downtick in rapport. And by the way, sometimes you say something, one thing, and it just totally blows rapport and you fall out of rapport. And if you continue to try to move down the straight line where you're not in rapport, you're done. You can't close anybody. So just remember, one of the, the, the reason why you're what I realize more than anything, more and more, as I just keep getting so entrenched in teaching the straight line all over the world, is that every aspect of the straight line is interconnected. That's why it works so well. And also, the inner game aspects are connected as well. So, in other words, if you break rapport, right, what happens is you can transfer certainty because people tune out. And once you break rapport, right, the second 10, you, they trust to get you, that's done. So you can't transfer any certainty to the other person. So what you need to do is you need to stop and you need to back up and get back into rapport. That means not, okay, let me slow down. In other words, as you move down the straight line, right? What you're doing is you're slowly but surely, step-by-step step, creating this airtight, logical scream from the hilltops, logical case, and also creating an airtight emotional case. That's, that's what you're doing, right? For all three tens, eventually lowering the action threshold, and if necessary, adding on pain, the pain that you actually you know extracted or pulled out during the qualifying session, the intelligence guy, right? So that's what's really going on. But if you say something that pisses the prospect or doesn't connect with them and you sense that slippage in rapport, right? If you keep trying to build certainty and keep making your case, you just keep falling. It's like this death spiral where you fall deeper and deeper and deeper out of rapport until basically you're done. At a certain point, you just have no shot. You, you're blown out. And I've seen, I see this all the time. Like here's a perfect example where someone will be making a presentation, salesperson, right? And I'm, and I'm listening because I'm training the sales force, right? 
and they'll say something to the, uh, a prospect. This is great. I was doing some with the trading system. And the guy asked the woman a question. He was like, so, yeah, this thing is just, it's so great. It, it works so well. And the woman's like, I don't really know. You know, she's like, I'm not really sure if it's really that. You know, I don't know. I'm still skeptical. He's like, oh, it's just great. And he just kept going and saying, believe me, just, you know, you gotta trust me here. It's the great. And he kept trying to move down the line. And, you know, the words don't really matter. The point was, is that they had this fundamental, he asked a question. And when he said, does that make sense to you? And she was like, no. He's like, okay, well, anyway, and he kept going. You can't do that. In other words, the key is, is that we have these stopping off points along the way for a reason. So when you, the reason the script is constructed with these stopping off points is to make sure that A, you don't just drone on and on because people tune out and you fall at or poor. And also to make sure that what you say, it logically connects with the other person. Because if it doesn't, you have to stop, loop back, and remake your case again until you get, you say, does that make sense? And I say, oh yeah, yeah, now I get it. In other words, if you, if you said something that didn't quite make sense to the person, it wasn't strong enough, maybe they just got confused, or for whatever reason, they just fundamentally disagree with you, you can't keep moving forward and try to close. Because all that happens is the person's like, oh, like, he's like, you're not hearing me, you're not hearing, and they fall deeper and deeper, they close down, you fall more and more rapport until you're done. The key is remember this, rapport is not a constant. It goes up, it goes down, it's never the same. It's like when you watch one of these, I don't know what country you live in, but they have these like, you know, when, when you see politicians debate, right? And they'll have like the studio audience and the studio audience, they all hold on to these buttons. And it's like they press like yes or no, agree or disagree, based on what the person is saying. And then you'll see like when the po a politician is saying something that is actually true and it makes sense and it resonates with the audience, you'll see the green button like you know, start to rise that they're in, which means they're in rapport, yep, they're, 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 they agree with the politician. And then when they start to invariably lie or exaggerate, they go, and then the report, well, and you see it like the whole way through, the up and that's what happens as you move someone down the straight line from the open to the close. It's even with me, no matter how careful I am, every time I, if you, when you ask someone to buy from you, to like sound, it's a, it's a, it's a dip, See, so you, you must have enough money built up in your rapport bank, so to speak, that when you finally ask for the order, you ask someone to expend energy, right? That's what you're doing. You ask for the order to spend money, buy something, that's a negative. Free is a positive, right? So you ask someone to expend the energy, so it's a dip in the negative column. So what you've been trying to do through the entire presentation is you've built up so much equity in your win column that they say yes, you know, based on the negative how to spend money, the energy out versus the benefits in from all the wonderful stuff I'm gonna get when I say yes, you end up closing the sale. That's the calculation. That calculation also happens with rapport. So if you built up massive rapport with someone and then you know you say so it doesn't quite resonate, well yeah, you'll have a dip and you'll be okay. You'll dip down and you wanna raise it back up. Be careful about that. But the point is you can, you, you get into this ultra tight rapport so that when you get towards the close and you ask for the order, they feel comfortable enough with you, they trust you enough that they'll put that best foot forward and they'll give you a shot. At its essence, what the straight line basically is in terms of opening up an account, right? Opening up a new customer is also second, 
sales, third, you know, upsells and so on. But for the opening trade, the opening sale, the opening purchase, right? The basis of the straight line is give me a shot to show you what I can do for you. Give me 1% of your trust. And again, don't worry about the cheap sale lines. Or not. It's, it's not, whatever the line that is congruent for what you're selling is, it doesn't matter. The point is, it's about, I'm not looking to work big here. Give me a shot and believe me, you'll be glad you did. That's, that's, that's what the, that's the straight line is about. Like laying out this perfectly logical airtight case about why there's absolutely no reason why they should say no, making it easy for them to buy. Remember, energy in, benefits out, massive amount of benefits going out to them, only a little expenditure of energy in terms of money, how easy it is to get started, and that all that glue that runs on both sides of the line, inside those boundaries, is the rapport that you've created through your tonality and your body language, which is that unconscious communication, right? Establishing those two main core elements that devise rapport, what they are. Number one, that you care. You care about them. You're not just there to make a sale. I care about you. I wanna do the best thing for you. I'm not just in this to make money. Now remember, when you first meet someone, you can't say, you know, I really care about you, John or Jill. They'll say, what a fucking lying sack. You know, the word, you can't say that down the road. Yes, you can because you've proved it through your actions. But when you first meet someone as a salesperson, say, Jim, I really, really care about you. They'll say, what a lying salesman, right? The words don't exist in the beginning. So the way we get that point, of course, that we care, remember, it comes from your tonality, that empathetic, Sympathetic, aha, uh-huh, mm, yep, ooh, mm, mm, ah, mm, uh. I'm telling you, that's the magic. It's the rapport is not in the heart charging through. It's the aha, mm, oh wow, uh-huh, oh nice, the smile, the connection, the eye contact, the trust. It's unconscious communication, tonality, body language. That's the key. So that first element again is I care. I'm not just in this to make a buck like other salesmen. I care about you, I wanna do the right thing by you. And once that happens, that paves the way for everything else, right? And the second aspect of rapport is called likability. I mean, I'm just like you and I like you. In other words, we associate with people based on our commonalities, not our differences. So like the old saying I, I, I always use is that, you know, you wouldn't say to your wife, oh, honey, guess what? I just went to a country club and I went in and walked around. There's not a soul there who's like me. You know, I'm a Republican, they're all Democrats. I like golf, they all like tennis. Um, you know, one thing in common, so I joined. <laughs> your wife said, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're crazy, right? You would never do that. What you would do is say, oh, I walked in there, oh my God, they're just like me. Yeah, same political party, same religion, same interests. We all had a good few laughs, but yeah, and I joined. We associate, we join, we join forces based on having things in common. So the perception must be, I'm just like you. Now, there's a subtlety to that. It's not about, I'm just like you, like, oh, you like fishing, I like fishing, not that. I don't mean that, what I'm saying is, is that I speak at the same pace as you, I understand you, um, mm, mm, I feel your pain, mm, oh yeah, uh, yeah, all right. And those, it's finding common humor. It's not about, you know, listen, if you, sometimes you just get lucky is that, you know, you walk in and there's something that's obvious, you have a commonality, of course you'd build on that. 
but don't play the game that whatever they like. If the fish is on the wall, like, oh, you like fishing? I like fishing. If it's a, if you see a, a picture of them scuffing, you like skydiving? I like skydiving. Don't fucking take your skydiving. The next day you'll be screwed, right? The point is, is that it's not that. It's about listening to someone. Uh huh. Ooh, yeah. Mm, yep. I'm just like you. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I get it. I speak at the same speed. I listen to you. That's rapport. It's powerful stuff. And remember, along with that rapport comes that, you know, greatly misunderstood charisma, right? Which is basically that next level rapport, like master rapport, charisma, the ability to create rapport, someone with charisma. And it's a learnable skill, right? It's effective body language, appropriate tonality, and not saying stupid So there are wrong words to say, right? That's the key. So remember, don't ignore the fact that when you're actively selling, you're persuading, watch, look for cues that at any time that you're falling out of rapport, if you find that, slow down, back up, loop back, and get back in rapport by making sure they're on the same page with you. Usually when rapport gets broken is because you say something and they're not on the same, they don't agree with you, and you keep trying to move forward and plow through that. You're not listening to them. So listen, if there's some sort of discrepancy, they don't agree with you, you loop back, you make your case in a different way, and so you see what I'm saying now, say, oh yeah, I get it, exactly. And then you move forward.